Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Domestic Boyfriends Podcast. My name is Dean, and with me is Vincent. Hello! It's me. Yeah, it's him. Man. Yeah. It's great times, right? Amazing I'm times. Uh, and that's you are, you are. Yeah. And I, this is the Domestic Boyfriend Podcast. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Um, uh... Not so eventful. Not so eventful since the last time we've talked to you guys. Um, News-wise. But nonetheless, we come to you with another episode. Uh, This week we're going to be talking about Kingdom Hearts. uh, A video game that both of us uh, hold very near and dear to our hearts. uh, Uh, I get it. Yeah, (laughs) it's a joke. It's in the name. Um, Something we've both... Uh, played and know a decent amount uh, that we've wanted to do an episode about. So, but before we get into that, uh, got some news, got some stuff we want to talk about, some stuff that was on the Twitters and we think is cool. So crazy stuff. Yeah. So, um, start us off. Well, fast approaching, meaning literally next week. Or sometime next week. Oh, man. You'll never know. Yeah. Um, God of War Ragnarok is going to release. Um, the long-awaited sequel to uh, Santa Monica Studios' um, God of War uh, 2014. Now, those of you who are excited and as excited as I am, as well 20, as Dean, who's definitely beaten the game. 2014? I'm almost 100% sure that God of War came out in 2014. Uh, the no, the the one that came out for the PS4 did not come out in 2014. 2018. Okay. Close <laughs> enough. They they have they have a if you just add 4 it's fine. Um, it has not almost been a decade since that game has been released. I'm I'm tired. Um that being said, people who are ex- excited for the game as both me as well as especially Dean, who has absolutely played and beaten the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I have done one of those things. Be careful um, when looking up info for the game, and be careful being on the internet because some retailers have sold the game two weeks ahead of its release date, as well as Sony sending some of the special uh, PS5 uh, God of War Ragnarok PS5 editions out already. So there are already full spoilers, and the entire game has been, like, shown off online now. We hate it. Uh, We hate to see this. Santa Monica is absolutely devastated um, that this is how the release of their game they've put. The entire city of Santa Monica. Yeah, the entirety of it. Um, But just just be on the lookout. Or, you know, if you're one of those, like... People who don't like playing video games but love watching the story, do that now. Uh, If that really suits your fancy. Um, Also, um, in line with releases, uh, a special game came out um, last week called Gotham Knights. Um... And it came out and was exactly what we expected it to be. 
a unfortunate steaming pile of doo-doo. Oh, no. Uh, games really... There's not really much there. The graphics are actually, like, kind of a downgrade from Gotham Knight, which came out years before. Um, the combat's really unimaginative and not fun. And um, it's it's just sort of a mediocre game. Uh, they did a, the developers did announce that uh, sometime next month, I believe, the game is going to have a update that allows four people to play together in the same world, uh, which should have been a feature from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't make video games, but also like they they talk about a multiplayer video game with four playable characters, but you can only have two people in is just kind of weird. Um, and I don't know if you saw this, but, uh, IGN gave the game a five. Uh, usually when IGN posts their reviews, especially on like Instagram and other sites like that, they put it in a little, um, uh, hexagon. Some genius for, uh, the Spider-Man PC port made a mod where your playable character model is now replaced with that hexagon five of Gotham Knights review score, <laughs> <laughs> which great. is absolutely amazing. I mean, it's honestly kind of sad because, you know, when you first, when it first was announced, it looked really promising. Like the idea of it and, you know, the concept really, we enjoy as uh, consumers of DC products. Like whenever stuff isn't exactly like, Something that we've seen before, you know, a new rendition. But yeah. kind of sucks that the game sucks. But I heard the story's really good. Yeah. Or at least it's decent. Yeah. I I'm I'm heartbroken about it too. I I don't know if it's like made it to the full game or not. I know that I saw some illustrations for like some like outfit choices that you can make for your characters. And one of them was like a Batman Beyond styled suit for every single character, which looked absolutely phenomenal. But I, it, that's not enough to get me to pay $60 for a game that yeah. is <clears throat> kind of meh. Yeah, it's sad. Hopefully, it'll get some nice treatment later on, like some games do with getting updates. Yeah. But, yeah. Mm. Do you have any video game news? Oh, video game stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. Give me a second. Oh, oh, oh some things. Do I? Yeah. Um. What the heck was this? Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> never mind. Uh. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, this is kind of video game related stuff. Uh, January fifteenth is the. Premiere date for the Last of Us HBO Max show. Ooh. Movie show? Was this a series? I don't remember. It's a series. It's a series, yeah. So, um, that's exciting. Uh, I've totally played The Last of Us <laughs> and will totally be watching this because I'm an excited fan. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think Vincent's, I think Vincent's a fan too, right? Yeah. Oh yes. Um, who's in that game? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joel. Joel. Joel's a character. And Ellie. Kratos? I do, I do yeah. know the game. Yeah. Kratos. Um. Yeah. 
Kratos? No, that's 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 a different game. That's God of Scuffle. Um, um Yeah, so that that's cool. Someone someone got a W. Uh Puma is collaborating with Pokemon on some shoes. That's cool. Uh that's cool. Yeah, it looks it's, it's interesting. It was, Adidas is uh making Yu-Gi-Oh shoes. That's questionable. No, I I saw some of those. They're cool. Um Oh, PlayStation VR 2 uh, was recently announced with some information. It's coming to us February 22nd, 2023 at the cost of $549.99. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's cost more than a PlayStation 5. Holy crap. Well, if I can pay it off over time, sure, I'll do that. I don't even know, man. You can get, like... A quest too. That's, That's true. Kind of ridiculous. Yeah, I was honestly thinking about just putting off a quest too until like I saw the uh, the V the PlayStation VR two. But man, this is oh, like this is gonna be a Horizon Zero Dawn game for VR though. Uh, that sounds terrifying. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm here for it. Uh, and I think that's. All the game stuff that I had, yeah. Woohoo! Yeah. Um. Whoa, why am I yawning? Stop it. Anyway, uh, I'm gonna send this to you. This looks really cool. These things look really, really cool. Breaking uh, news? Uh, not really. Uh, so, uh, this uh, Spiral Studios oh. uh, are sending out their first batch of the Ultimate Master line. Master Lionel's oh, burning, how? burning Godzilla, which is uh, from the Godzilla uh, King of Monsters, from the Godzilla King of Monsters movie, where he fought uh, King Ghidorah and like Mothra used f- polymerization and fused herself with him. How much? Uh, I don't know. I want it. Uh, I actually don't. No. But also in the background of one of the pictures, you can also see Knife Head from uh, Pacific Rim. Yeah. Pretty cool. They have some pretty cool stuff there. Oh, yeah. Really cool. Uh, yeah, besides that... Uh, oh, there's a video game thing. Uh, I need you guys to look up the God of War Ragnarok commercial in Japanese. You won't regret it. That's all I'm going to say. It'll get stuck in your head. It's very catchy. Uh, more eventful things. Uh, we have our last trailer for Way of Water. Avatar Way of Water. Very beautiful. Very nice looking. Um, yeah. Not sure what the movie is about. <laughs> but uh, it's about water. And blue people. Yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, do you have anything like movie related? Anything else movie related? Oh, oh, ho, ho. oh he, he does. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Okay. Do I ever? <laughs> yeah. Um, so Winnie Pooh Blood and Honey oh. <laughs> is officially getting released in theaters. It's going to be coming out February 15th. But not only did we find that out. We also found out news on the director's next movie. 
mm-hmm. which oh. is going to be called Peter Pan Neverland Nightmare. I I didn't I I kind of hoped that this would become a trend that this is going to be a fantastic um destruction of your childhood and I am super excited to see what he does with Peter Pan. I don't maybe like psychological or hopefully maybe I don't know maybe maybe Peter Pan it literally is just like a you know a child abductor. I mean, isn't that like the original story? Isn't that what the original story was? Uh, mm, not kind kind of. I mean, Peter Pan originally was about a kid. Uh, was about kids who died of like smallpox, I think. Oh, and never got to see, never got to grow up. Mm. So. Mm. They went to Neverland instead. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> moving on. Um, we also, um, not necessarily movie related, but, you know, they make movies. James Gunn and Peter Safran are officially going to be leading DC Studios as co-CEOs. Hmm. Hmm. Um, I've very much for a long time not been a DC movie fan. There have been good ones every now and again. Um, but if those two are running it, Peter Safran, James Gunn, of course, every, at this point, James Gunn is a very well-known household name. The guy who made Suicide Squad, the good one, um, and also uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, but Peter Safran is the guy who uh, it was the producer behind the Conjuring series. Or at the very least, the first Conjuring, which uh, I recently went and watched the entire series, and I thought was absolutely fantastic. Hmm. Interesting. I didn't know this was confirmed news. Okay. Oh, this is fun. Uh. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully they can do something good. I hope so too. It it gives me hope and a lot more hope than I've had for quite a while. Yeah. Well, um that's, that's it for movies for me. Sorry for all the yawning. Um Yeah, I think that's it's pretty much it for me as well. Um this uh the time I got reincarnated as the slime, the movie, Scarlet Bond. Uh, we got the trailer. It's supposed to be scheduled for this month on the 25th, so November 25th Ooh. in Japan. Uh, interesting. Uh, slime's fun. So hopefully Very it'll fun. get an English dub and come over here so we can watch it. But <clears throat> if not, that's okay. Uh, I don't have any other news. Do you? I've got two more little bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Liam Hemsworth is going to be taking over the role mm-hmm. of Geralt of Rivia oh. in season four of The Witcher. Why? It is no longer going to be Henry Cavill. Um, I don't know if we have news on as to why that is. Um, 
I. But he does it, it so is well. Probably, there's probably a good chance that this has to just do with like filming overlap with some other projects, potentially him going back and being Superman again. I mean, it's most likely, but. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't. I don't know if there's been actual like reasonings given or given or not. Um, but you know, this will be an awesome opportunity for Liam. Um, he is a pretty, he's a pretty good actor. Yeah. So I'm excited. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, good acting opportunity, but I don't know. I've kind of like, it's a little weird to like recast, especially so the far lead in. role four seasons in, but yeah, you know, mm-hmm. Hmm. There's there there can always be like in universe reasons. Maybe Henry Cavill like comes in for an episode and like I don't know. Magically gets changed or something, you know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe something Hush like maybe Hush comes in and removes his face, you know, or a, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Um Batman. And then the last bit that I've got before we move on to the main topic is that we have some more news about <laughs> HBO Max's Green Lantern TV series. That's not what we I found out. Say. We found out that it is going to be focused around Jon Stewart. Okay. Okay. Which is great. And in line with our, you know, our last episode. A little bit. No Kyle, which, you know, it's a shame. I feel hey, like I won't. I won't forget about John Stewart showing up again. Kyle was. <clears throat> get ready for a tangent. Kyle is like Wally. He was. It was, He was part of an era, and that era is gone. And because <clears throat> they want to appease to like the more modern settings, I feel like Hal and John are like the safer picks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how, like, you know, the first one of, like, the Golden Age. John uh, getting really popular because of the TV show and, you know. Uh, like, it's kind of like the same thing with Wally. Like, Wally, like, definitely, like, for, like, an early 2000s, 90s person, like, that's the Flash. But, like, Barry was the first one. Barry's who they went with in New 52. When they did like retcons and reboots and stuff, so you know, Kyle will get his day to shine eventually. But yeah, until then, he'll stay my favorite in the comics. That's for sure. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully they'll do something with him eventually. But <clears throat> I'm really excited to see. I want to know if it's like where it is, because the thing about taking someone like this, who, who's had the mantle after people, makes me question, like, where, what, what the show's going to be about, like, where the show takes place, like, on a linear timeline of, like, events. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly because, like, you know, they can have, like, they can make it where it's like, oh, John in this, like, version could just be, like, where Hal is. Like, you know, Abinsur, ship crashes, gets the ring, except it's just John instead. Uh, or it could be like a not Hal and Guy focused show, uh, but have them in it. So, I don't know. 
interesting to see. Hopefully it's good, you know. DC doesn't have a good track record with things as a whole, but their animated uh, features seem to be pretty good. At least for the most part. Um, yeah, is that it? Is that all you got? Uh, yeah, that's that's all I got. Alrighty. So, like we said before, today we're going to be talking about something very close to us. Kingdom Hearts. You guys know what Kingdom Hearts is? Well, I'm going to tell you. Once, there was darkness. And then the light. The end. That's the story of Kingdom Hearts. I know now that Kingdom Hearts is light. Yes. Um, I mean, where, where do we go with this? I guess, like, hmm, favorite parts, favorite things about it, favorite story beats. Introduction? Favorite, uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead with an introduction. Tell us about the f- Tell us about the first game. Tell us about the first little bit. So, for those of you that don't know, Kingdom Hearts Hearts is the love child um, of Final Fantasy mixing with Disney characters. Which, on all levels, sounds absolutely insane. And put into practice, it is. Um, The plot... Is very sporadic. We'll get back but to that. <laughs> it all, we'll get back to the plot. Don't worry. I'm not going to go into the plot right now. But it all starts out with a little boy named Sora on an island with his friends. Um, Riku, Kairi, as well as uh, some of their best friends, characters from Kingdom Hearts 10. Um, <laughs> and... They have dreams of building a sailboat and then sailing away into the distance in search of adventure from their little island. That is not their home, just off the coast of their home. Yeah. Um, Kids on an island. Kids on an island. And then one day, uh, their island is completely covered in darkness and swallowed into an abyss. Sora finds out that he has... The power to summon a mystical weapon called a keyblade, which is a giant key that has the power to be able to unlock any lock and lock anything. Pretty useful. I'm being Pretty honest. useful. After getting kicked off his island, he is then transported to another world where he meets his companions for the next well for basically the entirety rest entire rest of the series so far um S- Donald Duck and Goofy the dog the dog yes these iconic um, Disney characters are now the friends of this brand new uh anime boy <laughs> and his his adventures and hijinks with them ensue, hopping from Disney World to Disney World to Original World to Disney World. Um, 
<laughs> mostly all Disney sorts World. of different, mostly Disney worlds, meaning all sorts of characters from all different walks of like Disney cartoons, ranging you know all the way back to characters like the original Steamboat Willie himself, um, up to characters. Um, not just from like Disney properties, although Tron legacy characters do make an appearance at one point. Um, but you also meet characters like Sephiroth and Cloud from Final Fantasy. Yeah, it's to to go into it a little more, it's it's this weird thing. Like when you think about Kingdom Hearts, at least for me, like certain characters just like I don't question it. Like Donald and Donald and Goofy, like, as weird as they feel, I like, you play with them, they're your companions for so long, that they don't feel really out of place. But then, like, you get to, like, Olympus, and, like, you see the cartoony aspects of it, and it just feels kind of odd. But then you have the Final Fantasy characters, and if you've ever played a Final Fantasy game, they definitely just don't mesh well with Disney. You're taking two, like different age brackets and like putting them into one and you're just like eh. why is hercules fighting <clears throat> sephiroth yeah why is hercules if you're playing in the randomizer why is hercules fighting with sephiroth <laughs> uh at its core value though kingdom hearts is all about the power of friendship and connections that you make with your friends yeah it is very much like a it's very much like a sailor moon tokusatsu type of uh, story where Disney friends friends bonds connections are what makes the world go around and the most powerful thing that could ever exist uh, but for Disney uh, it was a good way to show off products, movies uh, and stories in case uh, you wanted to see them uh, in video game form uh, but I have to say like it it works you know I feel like at its at its core, like I, I imagine, because I was young, and we were both young when Kingdom Hearts first came out. Uh, as an adult, you probably look at it and you're you're scratching your head. You know what I mean? You look at it and you're just like, okay, I I get the I get the art style because like the original game compared to now uh, was very was was much more cartoony. You know, there wasn't as much mm -hmm. detail to some of the characters faces that aren't disney characters like they were very much like in the style of disney like you could i could see sora like i think even like kingdom hearts stuff was sold in like disney stores back in the day um oh it was absolutely in fact um there's like specific kingdom hearts things that i got from um like my like one trip that I can actually remember to what it's Disneyland in Florida mm -hmm. Disney yeah. World Disney World yeah so like no I got like Kingdom Hearts pins from there yeah and like it might just be the nostalgia talking but like when I think of Disney as like a conglomerate I think of Kingdom Hearts and when I think of Kingdom Hearts Disney is synonymous because of, of course, like you kind of can't avoid the two, uh, in one yeah. way or the other. But like, <clears throat> it does give me like a nostalgia trip for Disney that I think watching other Disney properties doesn't give me, and I think that has to do with the fact that I've played the game so much. Like I know a lot about 
<clears throat> I've seen Disney movies before, but I know more about some of the story beats just because of playing the worlds in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the first... So the first game has you running around, uh, beating up bad guys, uncovering some of the mysteries uh, of the world, um, and you eventually... Uh, so you're... you're you're the protagonist, very obviously. You're Sora. Sora's the protagonist. Um, and you, it has a very classic like anime feel with Riku. Not being... I, I, would you... I would say he's, Riku is antagonistic at times, especially like when he's being manipulated. But oh, I absolutely. wouldn't necessarily say he's the antagonist of the first game. Um, you know, it's, it's always... Like, the antagonist is always Xanort, uh, yeah. in whatever form it is. Um, we're not going to go into, like, heavy... We're going to go into spoilers, uh, but we're not going to talk about, like... I mean, we could talk about specific story beats, uh, but it'd be good if you came into this episode understanding, like, the the series as a whole, if not, like, having an open mind to, like, listening about the series uh, we're not going to go like beat for beat about like stuff that happens uh, yeah at least for the I'm most not, part I'm not going to give you any like <clears throat> we're not going to deep lore and history of like the master of masters and what the hell that means yeah Um, because I've tried doing that and explaining it to people before and their eyes literally do glaze back into the back of their heads there, the, there is so much the story of Kingdom Hearts is one thing compared to, like, the game, the character designs. Like, as a conglomerate, as, like, its entire entity, it's a lot. But looking at each individual part, you can learn to love it as a whole slowly. And the story is definitely something that takes the longest to consume as a medium. Or as a media. Uh, but to more focus on the games... Uh, Kingdom Hearts uh, as, as a game uh, throughout all the games. Uh, how's this? How's Kingdom Hearts even categorized as a as a, a beat em up? Fantastic action role playing game. As a beat em up, like gameplay wise, it's considered a beat em up, right? I, I'd say I'd say hack and slash. Is hack and slash. Hack and slash. Yeah. Okay. My bad. Uh, it's a hack and slash game that at times defies gravity. Uh, has a magic meter. And when we get to the second, and when you get to the second game and forward, form changes, uh, customizable layouts, loadouts, um, mini games, tons of mini games. <laughs> That's um, like one of the biggest changes that they made between the first and the second game. In the first game, it was almost nothing but like combat and like a few mini games here and there, but mostly combat centric stuff. And then in the second game, like, okay, we heard you guys. We wanted this to be part rhythm game, part skateboard simulator. Gotcha. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely a lot. Uh, but I, I, I grew up playing, like I played one, then I played two and then, uh, like the combat, it's, (laughs) Uh, the combat. My introduction to Kingdom Hearts was starting with Kingdom Hearts Two. I can't tell you how beyond confused I was. Yeah, it's 
You're just like, who's this? And then you get to Sora. And then you're just like, who's, <laughs> who's that? that? <laughs> who's that? Am I supposed to know who that is? What do you mean? What do you mean it's been years? Or it's been it's been a time. What's Donald and Goofy I, here? I agree. I agree with them. Roxas do come back to us. I miss him. He's cool. Um Yeah. Uh Gameplay is pretty awesome. You can the combos is like the amount of different combos you can do. Uh is really cool. Like unique. Like not like chaining things that people have done. Uh Especially like when you it, get into the later games, it's truly like crazy and like masterful. The people who like really learn the intricate intricacies of the combat systems in the game, because the combat is like one of the biggest draws for the game, at least for me. Yeah, um, you, you can either they always feel just so good to play. Yeah, it's really fluid once you know what you're doing, and like when you do know what you're doing, you can. It's literally the the definition of high like low skill floor but insanely high skill ceiling like super easy to pick up and like as you go on like bosses like scale with you uh as long as you know what you're doing and like can see attack patterns but like it, like people can 100% bosses like once they figure out like the intricacies of like the new systems within each game uh yeah, it could just get crazy. Uh, before we move on, I really want to hear this from you. In each game, starting from two, well, I guess it's only two and three. What is, what is your favorite form? My favorite form. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, dude! There's not that um, many, but if you want to count, true. if you want to count the different forms in three, I guess. Um, but you know, those are more like what keyblade do you enjoy? Yeah. Um, before playing three and before like going back and playing two again. And then, um, a really big thing that I've done that's also like helped increase my love for the series. Um, and it's really awesome thing that the community keeps doing for these games. Um, I know that other games have them as well, where there's randomizers and stuff like Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask is an absolutely fantastic game to play randomized. Um, <laughs> yeah, but the Kingdom, it's it's really fun, um, especially when you know like where all the like chests are and stuff that you can go and check and be like, okay, what am I doing on this run? Mm -hmm. But for Kingdom Hearts, um, it's a special kind of wacky for the randomizers um because there's full teams behind all of the different games that have been randomized so far and they've been like working super hard to just like improve the the player experience and the new player experience for them um because like you'll have you won't just have items randomized you'll have enemies randomized you'll have full boss encounters randomized so like you, you could be playing in like the first level world the first ever world that you would be in and be like level two or three in and then all of a sudden you're fight you're fighting the final boss yeah. um but after playing through those over and over again honestly my favorite form into is wisdom form um where you mm -hmm. get to just skate around and shoot magic out of your out of your keyblade as your attacks and get a huge boost to magic magic just felt really really good in that game mm -hmm. yeah um 
and then for three. Um, and this was a form that they didn't even add in until um, the DLC came out. Um, or, no, not... Uh, did it come out with Remind? No, it came out with uh, the Critical Mode update. Yeah. Um, the dual-wield form. Ah. Where you get to dual-wield Oathkeeper and Oblivion together. It has Iconic a- Keyblades from this series, and it just feels so good. Kingdom Hearts 3 has a different name for it. It's not yeah, called... I, it's not Final... It's called... It's no, Final f- Form is what you get from the Ultimate Keyblade. No, the Ultimate Keyblade gives you Ultimate Form. Uh, Oathkeeper and Oblivion's like f- transformation in that game uh, together... So final form is one. So light form and dark form are each of theirs. It's called double form. Double form, yeah. Double form is amazing. It's absolutely beautiful. And it's something that, like, you know, you actually need to really work for. Mm -hmm. Kingdom Hearts 3 um, was one of the few games that I bothered to go in 100%. Um, Or at least, you know do as much as I can go and get the ultimate, the ultimate keyblade or whatever. Um, and then I went and beat the game on critical mode, which you need to do to be able to get the oblivion keyblade, mm-hmm. um, which is a, which is half of what you need to be able to do this. Um, it was a real challenge and it was a super awesome and rewarding payoff. Um, <clears throat> so for me, I, <laughs> I'm going to take a total left turn here. Uh, I really enjoyed Anti-Form. More for... Yeah. More, not because... Okay, maybe maybe because I thought it was really cool and, like, edgy and stuff. Um, But I just thought it was interesting because, like, lore-wise, he... It's, like, that's supposed to be, like, you know... If Sora, like when Sora became a Heartless and became a Shadow, like this is, I don't know, this is supposed to be like, like that power in the form of Sora, right? Mm -hmm. Like if he could still wield his like abilities yet be a Heartless. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. um, And then... I have a controversial opinion. <clears throat> oh? Uh, in three, I hate a double form. <laughs> really? Because it does not Why? feel like final form. Like, okay. From two that's, to three, they just don't feel the same. Fair. Um, and I feel like they tried to make them not feel the same. Uh, it's understandable. Uh, I thought <clears throat> light and dark were a little lazy because uh, they didn't. They weren't any different from each other. Uh, and like their combos and like their finishers were cool, but I mm-hmm. felt like I could, uh, despite the fact that like they dealt more damage going into uh, double form, like when you had it, um, I felt like I could just have a cooler experience uh, using one of the other Keyblade forms, uh, which is probably like again like. Story-wise, uh, one of my favorite parts of three, uh, 
because it, it builds upon like a smaller thing that was introduced into the series. So when you're a wielder of a keyblade, right? Like you, it, not just everybody can wield a keyblade, right? Uh, it's people. What, what the fuck is it? people with light it's in their heart? <laughs> yeah. What is it like? People with like light in their heart. Like it's not good natured people. I forget what it is. Um, um, it's explained in the mobile game. Fake fans. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't um, also, a big thing, game. an important thing for people to know. Um, unlike with games like Mario and Zelda, where there will be like spin off games that aren't canon, oh. like. Nobody's going to be like Link's crossbow training is an integral part of the Zelda series. Um, every single game in the Kingdom Hearts series is literally integral to the story in some way, shape, or form, including the latest Kingdom Hearts game, which was a rhythm game where you got to play through Disney songs as yeah. well as the Kingdom Hearts soundtrack. Even the even the games that are mobile games, even the games that even are... Even the mobile games. Even the... Even the, the only one that has Sora in it that so far hasn't necessarily been lore, it hasn't been, uh, you know, entangled with the Kingdom Hearts series, has been Sora's inclusion as the final character added to smash brothers ultimate but even then people have still found a way to somehow connect it um because um in kingdom hearts 2 you do interact with cloud and sephiroth and then they disappear and you never see them again um but we do see them both fighting each other in smash brothers ultimate and now that Sora's is there people have been saying oh this is what happened. Sora went on his own to go help Cloud fight Sephiroth and smash. <laughs> pretty, pretty interesting. But I mean, like, it, it, they could they could build it into lore because, it, like, yeah, it could be. <laughs> just because Sora is a is a world traveler, um, the answer is people with strong hearts, or if a Keyblade Master has chosen a person as a successor. And has given them the ability to wield a keyblade, or given mm. them their keyblade. Uh, but I think right. they still need a strong heart in order to wield it. Um, so whether it be for good or for bad, uh, an interesting thing that we see uh, is that Axel, a <laughs> nobody, spoiler, uh, a nobody that is part of Organization Thirteen, uh, is also is a keyblade wielder. Uh, a cool thing that we figure out is that. Axel can like reshape his keyblade into whatever he wants, uh, into the weapons that we see him use, uh, and the fact that that concept is in Kingdom Hearts three as like the forms of it is really cool in my opinion. Absolutely, uh, the fact that your keyblade can go through not just one but two different stages of transformation uh, into different way different weapons. I mean, everything from a shield to a pair of skates to a cannon, a uh, spear, like tons of different transformations. Um, I really enjoy... Uh, I really enjoy that. Um, and because of that, I definitely think... I don't know. If I had to give it... 
I definitely think it's using... It's definitely using, like, the Pirates of the Caribbean Keyblade. I don't remember what it's called. Oh. Yes. Um... I I loved the forms for that one. The flag, oh my god, it it was overpowered. Yeah, it had some really good finishing moves. What's it called? Um, that one is called the Man at Arms. Yeah, it is. It's really cool. It's really good. Um, and I guess that's. But technically, that's technically that's technically separate from the forms that you can have, uh, right? Like, your forms and your keyblade changes are separate things, right? They are, uh, um, because I mean, all keyblade keyblade wheelers are if they become like you know, well versed enough with being able to use them can transform them. We see that with characters like Aqua, Ventus, and Terra, who all can turn their... Um, first off, they're sick because they, they have Keyblade armor. Mm-hmm. Like, where where is that? When can I use that? Um, but also, they can turn their Keyblades into um, transportation um, vehicles that they use to go between... The different worlds instead of using what Sora uses, the gummy ship. Mm-hmm. Keyblade bicycles. Or not keyblade bicycles. Keyblade like Keyblade sickles. Keyblade sickles? I don't know. They like Blade Sickles. They're really cool. And I mean like major spoilers. Zigbar has been using guns for however long and he's yeah. a Keyblade user. Uh so uh, but if like I, I guess it would have to be like, I don't know the forms. I don't think they really do anything, but like, besides like color changes, they give like different stat bonuses. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'd probably say it's like, I don't know, like strike form or something. Definitely more of an offensive person, uh, or element form Make because form? spamming magic. What's strike form? When you turn red. Is that valor? Uh, valor so, form. Yeah, well, you know, when they, when they like, switch, like, in three, oh. like, you have, like, the separate, because, like, keyblade right. transformations are separate from, like, the form transformations. Yeah. Even though they're, like, associated. Yes, I understand. Yeah. Uh, I really do like wisdom, though. Wisdom is pretty cool. What's your favorite alternate version of Sora? <laughs> alternate version of Sora? I mean... Like when he just like hops in a world and he has to become that Oh. Thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> you know what I was going to say. Um, Let's see. <clears throat> Honestly, I'm kind of partial to... Um, to Timeless River Zoro, where he looks like uh, an old Disney cartoon. Alright, alright. I enjoy it. Um, I'm very partial to either the Halloween Town mm-hmm. version, 
which in, I feel like should include like the Christmas Town version because they're pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Uh, but sort of with the Tim Burton as- aesthetic. Yeah. Uh, also. Yes. <laughs> also, <laughs> when uh, they go to the Lion King's Road in the, in the Pride Lands, when Sora is literally oh, just a lion, little, little cub Sora. I really want to see them go back just so you can see like adult lion Sora. I think that'd be that would really be really cool. cool. Uh, just saying, and Simba's just like dead. Uh, um, uh, no. And they're like, oh no, what happened? He's like, he got overtaken by the ghost of Scar. <laughs> uh, also, the pirate's design is way cooler than like anything we got before. Yeah, pirate sword is pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, some things about it. Uh, I think it's so interesting how they incorporate Final Fantasy in it. Like, uh... Final Fantasy is canon to Kingdom Hearts, but not the other way around. Um, certain story beats seem to be included. Like, what was it? Ten. Ten was the game that had come out, that had been out since, uh, like, Kingdom Hearts 2, right? Yes. Uh, well, so, no. No. Because... It was um, two. It was, well, it was ten and a half, right? Or was it eleven? Ten had already been out. Yeah. When Kingdom Hearts 1 came out. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, the other three characters that were on Destiny Island with Kyrie and Sora were Titus, as well as the other the other two, like, best friends of Titus. Uh, the guy that, like, throws the ball or whatever. Yeah. Is there. Yeah. Um, albeit, it was like, it's like kid versions of them, but it had to have been out before that Yeah, um, get characters all over the place, and and like, they're just sort of like, there. Super casual about it. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting the way that they incorporate it. And rumors have it that, at the end of three, and going to four, that the producers want to like get away from Disney. Uh, I think I, we were talking about this before. Or we had heard about. I have heard you mean about away this from before. Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, they want Disney to. They uh, want, or they want Final like, Fantasy. They want no, no, like the separation of like, like Disney and the IP of Kingdom Hearts. So oh. like to make it more Final Fantasy esque. Like more of like the, not the Disney stuff. Um, which I feel like some people mistook for. Yuzor's game from three. Uh, yeah, Verumrex. Yeah, but um, it's definitely something that's that's possible. I feel like it's too tight. The two I the three IPs are really tied together. That it's it's not possible at this point. But yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, it it felt weird playing through Dream Drop Distance without Donald and Goofy there. Yeah, I mean. You play three, five, eight days over two. I mean, you pretty much that's true. Playing a totally different person, uh, yeah, and have a totally different cast of characters with you. I mean, same cast, people that you know, but not like the people you're always used to being around. Um, 
on which uh, I should ask, what's your favorite Kingdom Hearts game? Game? Yeah. Oh. Be truthful. First thing that comes to your mind. What is it? 358 Days Over 2. 358 Days Over 2? I I love that game so much. And like it and like I've I've got like some personal things outside of um outside of that game um that don't necessarily have to do like you know with how good of a game it is or like how how awesome the gameplay was which it is it's a phenomenal game um but like my family like sure they support me they love me and stuff like that um but they didn't always necessarily like pop in on the hobbies and stuff that being said if it wasn't for my mother i would have never played kingdom hearts um she she rented it on a whim from like a hollywood video back in the day when mm-hmm. when those still existed um and then i ended up playing it a little bit i was like this game is wild this give is me the best more game ever yeah i'm catching a cat <laughs> um but this is the best game um, of my life but when 358 days over two came out i don't even think i had heard about it at that point and then out of complete out of completely nowhere not only my mother but my grandparents were in on getting me into playing this game they got it for me they got me like the the special like walkthrough guidebook for it and then and then my grandparents showed up one day and like we have a special surprise for you and they handed me a stack of postcards for that were all from kingdom hearts 358 dose over two and i'm and just they were just like super happy and like super in on oh yeah disney and guy beating up disney with a sword <laughs> great <laughs> oh that's that's great like um, roxas Shion, the entire organization they're all a bunch of edgy characters but like they're also all just sort of so lovable yeah i uh i also have a really a 358 over two i don't want to admit it is the one that I played the most because uh, I couldn't beat certain bosses in it. So I ended up yeah. just like doing side quests or like just trying to play it out the most. Did you struggle with Agrabah like the rest of us yeah. and not being able to use a keyblade? Yes. Um, oh. And it it was interesting. And it's also like I, f- I fought really hard to get the f- I, to be to be to get dual wield. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And like getting that and then like after that i was just like well what am i supposed what am i supposed to do and then i never touched the game again uh did you ever get to play the multiplayer mm, nope never oh had a friend god. oh my god did you even like try it in like solo mode uh no i don't think maybe maybe i'm oh not sure god. do you know what went into the multiplayer no because oh my god the multiplayer was such a unique experience and so interesting because like it was truly the first time in the series outside of like playing through chain of memories and rechain of memories where um after you beat the game you could go through and play it as another character i won't spoil it in case oh you can play it. as you, you can, can play, play as, as the entirety of the organization as well as King Mickey. Never mind. Yeah, I did play it. I remember this. Okay. Yeah, and you just got to play through missions. And I have, I have one. Um, there was one other kid in my school, at my middle school, who 
had the game and I wasn't allowed to take my DS with me to school. But once I found out that there was somebody else there who like played the game and liked it, I was like, I'm not missing this opportunity. So like for months, I snuck my DS in and begged my dad to take me to school early so that I could <laughs> hang out with this kid and then just play Kingdom Hearts uh, 358 Days Over 2 um, with him and just go through all the missions, try out all the different characters. And then we got when we got bored of that um, and a bunch of other kids would show up with DSs, we'd all just play Mario Kart DS with each other. <laughs> Sounds like some good memories. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I um, I had to get help from people to to play it uh, because I was like, I I knew what I was doing. I was much better like playing two and one. Uh, and I, I blame the I blame the small big finger small small controller. The, the game DS. was also hard. Yeah, it was, especially the final boss and and like I, the entirety of actually um, Wonderland. Wonderland was hard though. Yeah. Uh, it was definitely, definitely interesting. Um, a game that I, I have a lot of time built into as well. I do have to say though, as stereotypical as it sounds, I do really love two. I played a lot of two. I think I got fixed into the gameplay of two and the forms and, uh, I might have nostalgia goggles when I play three, and I expect to be a like a built-on version of two, but it's not. Uh, but yeah, no. And three, two's a fantastic game. Yeah. Um. I just think that like, I don't know, and also like. In preparation for those who who don't know and have gotten into the series before, uh, or right when three came out, uh, the the gap really made it like hard. Like, although we did get supplementary material in between, like with different games, not even supplementary material, we got other games, uh, but we never got. It took a long time for three to come out. So, replaying two to get that full action experience uh came many a times so i definitely think it might have to be the fact that i replayed it so many times as well um that it kind of caught like my attention and has kind of caught my heart is and having its spot where it is yeah um, absolutely uh it might also be because i really like roxas uh, no reason, sweet boy. Yeah. Uh, and it it only, it only gets worse because I played three five eight days over two, but oh, the poor boy. Yeah. This boy. Um. Okay. Um. I think that's about it. Uh. Do you agree? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Um. Yeah, just a just a little episode. We talk about one of our favorite games. Uh, just random nonchalant things. If you if you guys want us to talk about more specific things, just let us know. But um, let us know in the comments. Yeah, let us know. In, not the YouTube comments. We don't do that anymore. Uh, nah, tweet at us. Nah, the Twitter. The Twitter comments. Yeah. Let us um, know. Yeah. Um, if you want to 
get in contact with us. I am at lying underscore mask on Twitter. I'm Vincent Barlow 8. And you can reach both of us at Domestic BF Pod. Shout out to Ultimate Maverick X for our art. And yeah, well, talk to you in two weeks, guys. See you later, beautiful people. <laughs>